0: Welcome to Think Differently, a show that explores people who are challenging the status quo and how they do their work and choose to live their life. From doctors and designers to entrepreneurs and artists. Hear the stories, learn the insights, and see what it takes to think differently. Hey everyone, it's Mark. Welcome back to the Think Differently podcast. This is episode 11. It is a super special episode. This week, I got to sit down with Max Glick, best known as Mr. Cheesy Pop. Yes, it is a unique name, but it has a great story behind it. And more importantly than his name is what he's doing in the world. Max is best known for his YouTube channel, Mr. Cheesy Pop, where he shares content and videos of his adventures around his love of Disney. So Disneyland, Disney World, California Adventure Park, Epcot, all the food and the restaurants and all things Disney. He loves Disney, and so he has built a career around his love of Disney. What's more unique about the videos is that it's created a community of people to share their love of Disney and all things Disney and, and happiness. Max is also an actor, He's a voice actor, he's a studio actor. You've probably seen him in commercials, TV shows, Netflix, and web series. What's really unique about Max though, and that we really zero in on in this episode, is that he considers himself a success, but success by a different definition than most. See, Max considers himself a success because he's created a life around creating things that he loves around Disney, and around acting, which he's done forever, and it's allowed him to interact and share this love with so many other people, and that is why he considers himself a success. The world is a very heavy place right now. There is just a lot going on, both in America and across the globe, with coronavirus, and, and one thing that this episode really made me think about was that every morning, I tell my children, before I kiss them goodbye, I say, shine your light. And what I mean by that is that every single one of us has something unique about us, a point of view, a thing we think about, a special talent, and that if you take that as your light and you shine it out to the world, it will be a beacon for other people to shine their light and it will create more happiness and goodness in the world. One thing that Max does better than most is that he knows what his light is and he shines it brightly through his YouTube channel, his Instagram page, and all his acting work. Max's tagline is adventure in happiness, and what he means by that is to seek out happiness within all different types of adventures you can have every day within your life. Max Glick, aka Mr. Cheesy Pop, thinks differently about adventure. Hey, what's up, Max? How's it going, Mark? <laughs> it's going, it's going. You're in your voiceover closet. I sent a message to my son. He said he's in his voiceover closet. yes i am i I spend a lot of
1: time in here
0: (laughs) yeah especially right now right there's a lot going on right now we were talking about that before we jumped on oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, you're healthy and you're able to stay well, obviously, with the pandemic, uh, you know, with with the protests and just being able to to witness what's going on, to take it in and to try to, you know, as Dr. King said, in, in darkness, be that light. And I think that when I think about you and I think about the work you do, it, it brings a lot of light to the world through all the different work that you do. Thank you. I appreciate
1: that. That's uh so is what I try to do and especially in these times um you know uh, people really need that so um
0: what i'm trying to do <laughs> well you do it well you really do and actually we, we were just talking before we jumped on that i think a, a few years back i reached out to you on instagram it was my son's birthday and he's a huge fan And i said hey maybe you can send him a you know like a birthday message and without hesitation you threw me back a video which was so kind and i think it speaks to your character and again to the light that you shine so so thanks again for being that for everybody i thank you no i appreciate that of course yeah of course. So I did say that you are in your voiceover closet and most people don't have a voiceover closet. So for folks that might not know, can you, can you give us a little glimpse into the world of what things you do? Yeah, sure. So, um, I
1: am, a, uh, <laughs> I am an actor, a voice actor, a YouTuber, an influencer. So I wear many hats and, uh, Yes, one of them is a voice actor, which is why I have a voiceover studio, which just happens to be in my closet.
0: In in of those jobs, you know, it's funny. It's like if I were to, you know, my son listens to this no he wouldn't think twice. If I said this to, you know, my parents, they'd say, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 A YouTuber, an influencer. What are these are jobs that we said they don't, they didn't even exist, you know, five years ago. And so, can you tell us a little bit more about all these different types of work? Let, let's talk first about kind of the YouTube channel because this has been obviously a, a huge, you know, kind of chunk of your work. And can you let us know, like. Again, this job did not exist five years ago when you came from New York to L.A. all those years ago. How did you end up being a YouTuber and an influencer?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I have a a really successful YouTube channel, Mr. Cheesy
0: Pop. Where did the name Cheesy Pop come from?
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, that was from uh, when I was a kid, I just I really liked cheesy pop music and it's that is that is all it is, pop music. <laughs> it's that. Is it. So like when I was you know making my AOL account and whatever, it was Mr. Cheesy Pop.
0: That was just like my screen name for everything. Stop. What is cheesy pop music to you? I'm just curious.
1: Oh, it, like I, I like um In Sync and Backstreet Boys and all okay. of that so <laughs> like that was it and so when I signed up on YouTube you know it was just my screen name
0: oh that is so awesome
1: yeah because I didn't plan to make a channel when I signed up to YouTube in 2006 you know
0: it was just your screen name it was like your account like what do you want your account to be and then it became your channel oh man that's funny it you know was what's funny yeah
1: yeah go ahead there was, was like a time when I was starting to make videos and I was like, do I, this is weird, do I keep this, you know? Uh, and uh, I decided, yes, I'm going to keep it because I, this name is connecting with people and it, it's my brand now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, it definitely is, man, it, that's it's funny. Just,
1: but it's literally a name I made up as a kid. Um, that's my YouTube name, my Instagram name, um, and you know the bulk of my work on YouTube and Instagram uh, has been uh, showing off uh, my life when I go to the Disneyland, Disney World theme parks, um, eating food, uh, and yeah, this did definitely did not exist um, five years ago. I was one of the first people to do it, and um, the reason I started making content uh on on youtube um so first i was on youtube as an actor on this show called the lizzie Bennett diaries which was uh pride and prejudice told vlog style and i was just an actor on the show and that was in um uh, 2012 13 14 and uh the show actually won an emmy which is wild wow (laughs) Yeah. And so um, from that, when that ended, you know, I was just like, I need to I got to do something on YouTube because like this is this is I, I I've already been an actor on it and I I need to need to do something. And it was like, what do I love? Disney. Why don't I just go to the park and make some videos and just share my love of something with the world. And so I just started going to the park and um, just making videos at Disneyland, teaching people um, about the park, uh, tips and, you know, what to eat. And I just from there, it, it just sort of became this thing that became part of my actual job. Um, And so but I think it, you know, it's just I shared a passion that I have uh, with other people that are passionate about it and people connected. And that's really what it was about.
0: Yeah, I think when, when people share that a genuine passion, mm-hmm. you find kind of that subculture. You find, you know, I think uh Roy Roy Tuscany, I think it was on episode four, talks about your Ohana, your mm-hmm. tribe, your family, mm-hmm. your your brother and and Disney definitely provides that for people. You know, it it transcends all races, all cultures, all creeds, all nationalities. Disney is this iconic brand and experience, and so, it, but it's not for it. Like not everybody gets into it that way. That's not everybody's. Passion. Mm -hmm. So back me up a little bit. Where did this start? Where did this Disney thing start for you? It started really early.
1: Um, As a kid, uh, we would go to Disney World. I'm from New York, so uh, Disney World obviously was closer. So we took many a family vacation there. And uh, the Disney love goes further back because my mom, when she was a little girl, Uh, watched the Mickey Mouse Club so it was sort of ingrained in me um, just growing up so my trips to Disney World really you know that 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 was my favorite thing and then when I moved to LA in 06 I got a disneyland pass immediately (laughs) it was like
0: the ap the ap right
1: yeah you know back in 2006 i got the uh the the socal select pass which was (laughs) it was like the cheapest one um there's so many blackout days yeah but it was like i don't even think it was 200 bucks for the year Yeah. But, (laughs) um, and uh, yeah, it was one of my first, you know, big purchases.
0: (laughs) Um, Yes. Yeah. So this this I I'm curious because you know as a, we were saying I'm a father and so I'm curious your mom had this affinity for Disney having grown up watching the Mickey Mouse Club you as you know again as kids we we see this world of wonder right and then to me that's what Disney really is I I love I'm kind of more on the imagineering side I I love really just like the the idea of how they bring all these things to life um at Disney but I guess my question is was it like a your mom pulling you and you kind of going was it you asking in your mom saying we would go or was it just equal like this is just what we're doing as a family i think it was
1: uh this is what we're doing you know wow. i think i yeah it, it, i just disney has just always been there i i don't think it yeah i i, I don't know it was just always
0: okay. yeah
1: i i never i don't think i had to like beg to go to disney world <laughs>
0: like, okay okay that's what i was going at right
1: <laughs> Yeah, um we just it was just part of um our family. It really
0: was. Yeah. So it's something you you all bonded over and and what's unique I think about you know being an actor again something I really don't know much about I just know it's an intensive job it's 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 emotionally draining time consuming it's a lot of rejection a lot of this so family must play a pretty big role in you growing up to become an actor a lot of support there I would assume what was it like you know were you were you acting when you were younger was it something that brought you to LA acting to talk me through a little bit about how do you go from you know New York all the way to the west coast uh, to become an actor how did that all start yeah i mean i think
1: i always knew that's what i wanted to do that that was it I, I have never wanted to do anything else so you know yes i did the school plays i um i went to uh college uh boston college my i major was theater um there was nothing else that i wanted to do and my parents have always been supportive of that uh because they they i mean they knew that's all i was going to do so okay and they've always supported that my parents are, are my dad um he, he he's a retired music teacher he plays piano he taught me piano um they're they're so they're they're in that world they get it um my mom and dad have worked, like, on shows together. Like, my dad at his – my parents taught in the same school. And my mom helped wow. him with the, the, uh, the big, you know, music productions that they would put on every year. So, just always been in the family. And uh, so, they knew. That's what I wanted to do. And so, from New York, um, you know, after, after uh, college, I did some musical theater tours, uh, children's theater tours, um, all over the country. And uh, those were great, but I knew I needed to get to LA and uh, pursue my career there because I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it as a musical theater actor. Um, I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just was like, I think I got a better shot in LA. And I moved to LA in 06, which was right around the time when YouTube began. Uh, So I did, when I moved to LA, YouTube was beginning and I started to do like web series. And that, that was the thing then. Yeah. So interesting. Um, So that's the, the reason for my move to LA was to be an actor Um, because there was no influencer when I moved to LA. (laughs) (laughs) it's not a thing. So, right. Yeah, the reason I moved to LA was to be an actor and then my career has just sort of I I could you couldn't plan it, you know, cuz my job didn't exist. So I I'm I I'm making it as an actor and influencer as so it's just I've just kind of adapted to the changing times.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting. The, the adaption piece, you know, I think about when you hear the tales of, you know, countless others that have come before you and have made the, you know, the voyage to LA to become an actor, you know, they say the streets of LA are kind of like littered with the the souls of those that have come before you, but you're, you've made it, you're doing it. And Mm -hmm. so when I think about your making it it seems almost like a really non-traditional route so you've got the acting lane right if you will where you're you've acted in web series tv series you know movies you're you're a legitimate actor, right? You then yeah. also have this other track of your acting career, which is your voice acting, right? Which, you know, I would kind of say it's maybe a different part of it. And then you have the YouTube and the influencer. So you have these four main tracks that are kind of, you know, your, your jobs, if you will, you know, your career. How do you think about those jobs? Like, is there ebbs and flows between one to the other? Is the YouTube channel in the Instagram and the, and the influencer and just always going on in the background and then, you know, acting and voice acting are popping in? How do you think about managing? All of that. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: My brain just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it literally, I mean, it is, I have basically, you know, many full time jobs. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and you, <laughs> so here's how I do it. Um, you kind of have to compartmentalize into your day i i I actually do like have a schedule for myself Uh, okay so typically in the mornings i do my voiceover work um so in the mornings typically there are um voiceover auditions that come in i do them in the morning any voiceover jobs i have i usually tackle them in the morning Um, And then I can shift to the YouTube influencer part of the day later in the day. So if I have videos to edit, uh, videos to make, let's say, I do them later in the day. Um, And so that's kind of how I plan the day. Now, you know, the days can then just be completely changed if let's Mm -hmm. have an audition out of the house or i'm going to film in the parks obviously this is not an issue now
0: (laughs) but (laughs) yeah uh, exactly
1: yeah but um so i i try to plan for the days but also the the plan can be completely altered if you know i get an audition and the auditions don't come in until like the night before so wow yeah, but um, as far as thinking about you know, like, uh, to, mostly now I am really focused on the YouTube channel and and influencer stuff because that is what I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, the voiceover career I can control because I've built that up myself. Um, so, I, I, I that's that's the focus and. I mean, right now everything is just, <laughs> has kind of changed um, as far as acting because there is none right now. Mm-hmm. There's no on, there's no no on camera work really being made. This just can't um, right. with coronavirus. So um, I just I just basically am focused on what I can control, and that yeah yeah and that's my
0: yeah. I, I yeah. often say that it's like the difference between being proactive and reactive. And it sounds like one way that you manage all these different things is that you you, you are proactively managing your time so that you can do certain works at certain time. And then if something mm-hmm. pops up, you say, all right, I have the time that I can deal with that. I, I yeah. guess when I think about, again, these are all I mean, I would say they're 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 similar in a sense that they're all creative, they're all, you know, kind of in this the same kind of industry, they're all kind of probably fulfilling this need that you have to to produce in 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 whether it be acting or whether it be voice acting, whether it be making and editing these videos. So it's almost like there's there's always stuff happening. There's always like things happening around you how do you deal with downtime or do you ever have downtime or when it's time to kind of shut off, can you shut off? And the reason I ask is I know a lot of people, I talk to a lot of people. I'm really similar, a lot of things going on. And sometimes I'll be sitting there eating dinner with my family and I'll be, Oh yeah, how was your day? But in the back of my head, I'm planning a pitch, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And so how do you deal with that?
1: It's really hard to shut off. I mean, yeah. Oh gosh. Um, it's 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 especially hard to you know like if i'm i since i've made um something i love part of my work that is especially difficult to say sure. if, if i'm going to disneyland a lot of the time i'm going there to work now make a video so i have to on certain days let's say if i'm going to disneyland with my girlfriend that's a that's a no work day so i yes yeah, so i and and i do have those days um which is great <laughs> yeah um and so i have to have those days it's so important because i love that place you know that that is yeah um try if i'm going to disney world to make videos to build in a day where i don't make videos i just like go see my friends there or you know what i mean but it's but again it's real hard (laughs) because it's like oh man but i need to also be you know filming this but you i just have to not yeah it's so important um you know, da- downtime. I, I still the mind is just bubbling. It, it is always like I gotta think of the yeah. next. Always gotta think of the next thing. Um, but you know, uh, I think also that it, at a time like this, when I've had more downtime during coronavirus, obviously, um, y- you you think about uh like with the lately with the parks being closed my, the amount of work down um i've thought about i've really managed to do okay somehow um and that's cause i've thought about other ways to do things i i don't always have to do disney things um it, it's it's really interesting like the last few months have been really interesting because there has been no you know disney videos to put out in the parks and it's like gosh will my audience still be there (laughs) and (laughs) you know and i have just adapted i've just had to pivot a bit and and you know that's the really important thing that we've had to think about as a creator during this time um is well what if it's just not there anymore you know disney the part like okay
0: (laughs) yeah yeah what what if your bread and butter is just gone
1: gone and that's what's happened it's been wild but and you know you see people that you know try to do the the same thing i do a lot of people, Mm -hmm. people that do this now you know a lot of people but you see who's making it work and who isn't um and it's really interesting you know because for me I had to think about okay well what can I do that's gonna keep my audience engaged still and be a distraction from all the craziness that's going on and you know what one of the big things I did was this Disney trivia
0: and I've yeah, done yeah I saw that the other night
1: every Tuesday night I've done that and it's been a, a really really big success for for my community, and for me, um, and then like I've made Wednesday Wine Wednesday. Um, I've de- so. It's been really good to kind of have a, uh, some sort of plan during this time, and it's, it's, it's. But it's been really challenging to come up with new content during this time. But I, I still have filled my weeks usually with, with things.
0: Uh, it's hard. So you, you'd said something that I want to zero in on, Max. You mm-hmm. said, you know, about you, you use the word success. And that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And so when I think about you, I think about somebody that has made a career and made a living centered around the thing that they love to do and around the ideas that they love to pursue. Disney mm-hmm. acting. Uh, you'd said, you, you know, you've been acting your whole life. I guess my question for you is how do you define success?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's not it's it's definitely not a money thing. It's it's um for me success for me is I am I've created a a community and mm-hmm. that people can feel, uh, accepted in and a community that has really just been all about spreading positivity in this world and having it be a place where people can go to just feel happy. And I, I, you know, that's enough for me. I've, I've, I've it's, it's, I feel like a, a a success because I've created this um, really positive place for people. Um, yeah, I mean that's yeah. what it is. I, I because it's, it's something you know. I never, I didn't, you know, when I moved out here my idea probably was I want to be a successful actor and make a lot of money and be on a hit TV show. Um, And, you know, that all changed for me because it's, if that never happens, if I'm not a big actor on a big TV show or whatever, that is fine because if I can keep doing what I'm doing now forever. It's pretty great.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that is so beautiful. That is so uh that's so spot on to hear you say that. I think that what's unique about that is underneath that answer is really the idea that, that the world and our perception of success has really changed, right? Like mm-hmm. it used to be that you had to get on a sitcom or you had to be in the movie and you had to be the A-list. Now we're seeing that because uh, partly through social media, partly through, you know, just the rise of the internet and, and the, the access of information to people everywhere, you can create this this community that is so much more unique and personal and accepting mm-hmm. and inclusive and and that's that's you know you you're you're A-list you're the A-list there you're the repeating weekly character there and it's in this just this microcosm and i think you know something you've said that just rang true is like creating that community where everybody's accepted and we talked earlier about being the light and that's really where i see you being that light
1: yeah you know i literally get messages every day from from people that are like thank you <laughs> for being that light you know and especially during you know these times right.
0: um
1: and uh yeah i mean that's it that's 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 what it's about uh i you know and it, and it and these people i that's all it is i got even if i got one person that that thinks that way um that is it's all it takes and and You know, I do, like, the ability, you know, with social media to actually connect with people um, is amazing. And, you know, I I can see live, like, each week when I do these, like, live streams and whatnot, especially during this time. And you see the same people come. um, And even if it's just, like, a hundred people, you know they all are like knowing each other now and they'll talk to each other (laughs) just just wow uh, uh, this is so neat and the you know the best i love when this happens um you know people that uh actually
0: meet in real life because of me and become friends
1: that's like
0: <laughs> there's gonna be a mr cheesy pop wedding at some point you will have you will have been the <laughs> reason they're gonna be like will you come a fish eat our wedding please <laughs> you, the- <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so cool but yeah it's, um, yeah it's pretty neat well, that's pretty excellent man and you know we 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 end uh, i end each sorry I end each episode by asking the guests to fill in the blank on this sentence. And for you, it's going to be Maxwell Glick, Mr. Cheesy Pop, thinks differently about blank. What is it that you think differently about? Right. Your phone. (laughs) There. <laughs> so, so real quick so my phone the joke was like i never use a phone case and my family was like dude you have to you always break your phone so i got a phone case didn't break it and then my son and i were playing around and he he, he said something and he ran off and i put my phone down without the case on it and it slid off the car so now it broke every time it rings it just buzzes like 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 an air raid siren going off it is the most annoying noise <laughs> no way yeah, right. I should probably get it fixed. So, and every time I record the podcast, if you listen, you'll hear every now and then it'll be off to the side. You'll hear like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it sucks. Um, so, let me hit you back with that question real quick and I'll edit that chunk out. Um, but so, I end each episode by asking the guest to fill in this blank, to finish this sentence, which is Max Glick, aka Mr. Cheesy Pop, thinks differently about blank adventure. Yeah. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, so I've got a little slogan that I have, and it's adventures in happiness. And I think that each of us experiences, you know, adventuring differently. Um, I have so many people that, you know, for some people, it's just You want to adventure out into the outdoors and explore and other people just... If you can find your, like, your adventure and how that makes you happy, you've you've done it. Like, I know that for so many of my viewers, adventuring into my little disney world makes them happy and so if each of us can find that little piece of us where we can adventure to that brings us some joy daily you've done it um for me i know like it's disney um and so whatever it is you find a piece of that and just take time out each day to experience that somehow
0: Find that moment of happiness, and yeah. I, I cannot think of a better way to, to finish off this episode, man. That is that is absolutely beautiful. It is on point, especially nowadays. It is so well received and needed. Uh, thanks for being the light that everybody needs. Real quick, let people know where should they go to learn more about you, your work, and and see all your work.
1: Yep, head to uh, my YouTube channel, uh, Mister Cheesy Pop cheesy with a z and uh same on instagram mr cheesy pop and uh yeah on twitter maxwell glick
0: excellent man thank you so much for your time please continue to be safe continue to shine that light and and just thank you so much man appreciate it (laughs) If this episode was your first introduction to Max's work, I hope that you are immediately heading over to his YouTube channel to check out his videos. It really is inspiring to see somebody that has created a life and a brand and a body of work around something so passionate as Disney. Just so happy. Uh, I hope you really like this episode. As always, if you are digging the episode, please go ahead, uh, follow us on Spotify, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes and give us like a five-star review. But the number one thing you can do is if you are really digging the podcast is just tell other people about it. Share it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, send them a text message and say, yo, check out this awesome podcast because that is what we need. We need more people hearing these stories about what it takes to think differently. So as always from Chicago, Illinois, this is Mark Hans, inspiring you to think differently.